You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted to not leave now. Run to your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome. Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. Don't know how long this one will be. No, it'll be as long as it's going to be. I heard about this information uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, and I went and looked some up. It's very little bit of information on uh, on it. You know, you'll know why in a minute. Sure, a lot of people ain't talking about it because what this news article is saying. Uh, so we're just gonna jump on into it. The headline of this news article from the uh, American Spectator. Okay, Chauvin, Derek Chauvin, did not murder George Floyd, and prosecutors knew it. Uh, story was written or putting out put out and uh, on the twenty second a few days ago. Uh, my deal is is uh y'all already know my opinion. I called fentanyl Floyd and all that stuff like that. Do I uh think the man should have died? No. Do I believe Derek Chauvin killed the man? No. I said that before. Did he have maybe a uh, a little bit you know to do with it? Uh. I didn't help the situation, but I think this is my opinion. My opinion only, I think even if they would have left him in the car, which I would have left him in the car, I wouldn't have pulled him out. Uh, they could have sat him up on the curb or whatever. Uh, I believe he would have sat there and he would have died regardless. I believe he died of a fentanyl overdose. He had enough fentanyl in his system to kill a horse. So that's what I believe. Uh on this story here, uh, let me see, it's uh, written by Jack Cass Hill, okay? It says, uh, thanks to the release of adept- the depositions of a sexual harassment lawsuit, uh, the sexual harassment lawsuit is brought was being brought by uh, one of the former prosecu- prosecutors, the former Minneapolis prosecutor uh, of Derek Chauvin and his uh, three colleagues on May 20th from the death of George Floyd. The depositions were taken this summer in response to a lawsuit uh, by Amy Sweesey. I guess I'm saying her last name right, not sure. A former Hempton County prosecutor. So she worked for the prosecutor's office. She's an ADA or whatever, and she's quit. She filed a sexual harassment suit against her boss, uh, the former county attorney, Mike Freeman. Uh, Amy is alleging that Freeman engaged in sexual discrimination and professional retaliation. She said whatever Freeman did or did not do to her, however, pales in comparison to what both of them and their colleagues did to the cops they prosecuted in the 
justice system they undermined. So they did in fact did in fact a racist white cop actually murder a man named George Floyd, a civil rights leader in Minneapolis on Memorial Day 2020th ex Carson. I don't believe he was a civil rights leader. I believe he was just a piece of shit criminal dirtbag. Uh, Tucker was just talking about this the other day. It's what made me go look it up. It's on episode 32 on uh, his ex on his ex podcast. Uh, Tucker on X. After documenting just some of the uh, coincidences of the presumed murder, from decriminalizing theft to defunding the police, Carlson had the answer as well. No, he didn't murder George Floyd. Carlson zeroed in on the most critical of there, excuse me, revelations: the diagnosis of how Floyd died. Amy, for one, knew how how he did not die. As she revealed in her deposition, it's kind of strange how the truth ends up coming out later on, right? It's like I say, it's just, I think it's just real strange, you know. A whole bunch of people hollering it, but they, oh no, they this and that. She spoke with the uh, Amy spoke with the uh, county medical examiner, Doctor Andrew Baker, the day after George Floyd's death. She says, I called Dr. Baker earlier that morning to tell him about the case and to ask him if he would perform the autopsy on Mr. Floyd. Amy said under oath, he called me later in the day on that Tuesday and he told me that there was no medical findings that showed any injury to the vital structures of Mr. Floyd's neck. There was no medical indications of asphyxia or strangulation, Amy added. So you're hearing that, right? There was no marks on his neck. I said when I was watching videos, he, he did not have his knee pressed down hard enough. And if you're talking, you're not being strangled. By day two, Baker knew the risk involved in telling the truth. Amy continued. He said to me, Amy, what happens when the actual evidence doesn't evidence doesn't match up with the public narrative so here, here we're here we're going here we're going this is where we go to get this other uh where the justice system is failing what do we do when the evidence doesn't match up with the public narrative that everyone's already decided on then he said this is the kind of case that ends careers although amy knows very well why baker altered his diagnosis carlson may not the story bears retelling in the light of Amy's unwitting confirmation. So, saying that the coroner basically changed the report because he was afraid, you know, if he didn't, the city would burn down. The city burned down anyway, right? As I reported on these pages on August 2021, an exhibit surfaced in the case of Chauvin colleague Tao Toe. And that's the guy that's the last one that just gets sentenced. This man got sentenced to five years in prison for standing there. He never put a hand on George Floyd. But they gave, this fucking judge gave him uh, five years in prison. Never put a hand on George Floyd. That should have resulted in a new trial for Chauvin and the release of Tao and the other two arrested officers, Thomas Lane and Alexander Kong. The exhibit memorandum was that powerful. 
It memorialized the November 2020 conference between Dr. Roger Mitchell, former Washington, D.C. chief medical examiner, examiner, and several prosecutors. Amy was not among the prosecutors present, nor was Freeman. All but one were from the attorney general's office. This should not be a surprise. Minnesota, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Elson, whose affiliation with the Nation of Islam cost him a shot at becoming the DNC chair, kept a heavy hand on the case. The AG taking over the Chauvin case was difficult, said Senior Assistant County Attorney Judith Cole in her disposition in the Amy suit, particularly when we had had the governor who kind of threw us under the bus. See, this is all <laughs> it's this is all politics now. What is the uh uh nation of Islam person got got to do anything with this shit? Nothing. The memorandum detailed Mitchell's effort to coerce Baker into including neck compression in his diagnosis in his diagnosis of Floyd's death is noted above. Baker conducted an autopsy on Floyd on May 26, 2020. The day after Floyd's death, Baker reported that same day to the uh, county prosecutors. The autopsy revealed no physical evidence suggesting that Mr. Floyd died of asphyxiation. Mr. Floyd did not exhibit signs of, I don't know how to say this word, it's P-E-T-E-C-H-I. I-A-E, or damage to his airways or thyroid brain brain bleeding, bone injuries, or internal bruising. He had none of this stuff. He had, he had no signs of any of this stuff. Three days later, on Friday, May 29th, the state filed its initial complaint against Derek Chauvin, according to the complaint. The full report of the medical examiner is pending, but the medical examiner has made the following preliminary findings. The autopsy revealed no physical findings that support a diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. Without a diagnosis of asphyxia, however, the state could not accuse Chauvin, the police officers, of committing or abating a murder murder in second degree. This is where Mitchell came into play. So here we go. Let's throw the, let's throw the cops under the bus. A well-connected black politician activist, Mitchell, boasted of his involvement in Baker's diagnosis to the attorneys present. Their summary of that interaction reads in part. When the preliminary results came out via the criminal complaint, Mitchell found the statement was bizarre. Mitchell was reading and said, this is not right. So Mitchell called Baker and said, first of all, Baker should fire his public information officer. Then Mitchell asked what happened because Mitchell didn't think it sounded like Baker's words. Baker said that he didn't think the next compression played a part and that he didn't find whatever that P word is. Mitchell said, you know, you cannot have uh, petechia or whatever and still have a asphyxia and still have neck compressions. Mitchell first called Baker on Friday, May 29th. He thought about it more that weekend, and on Monday he called Baker telling him he was about to send an op-ed to the Washington Post. 
critical of Baker's findings. In this conversation, the memorandum continued. Mitchell said, you don't want to be the medical examiner who tells everyone they didn't see what they saw. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room and be wrong. That's what they thought they saw. That's not what I saw. Because I always said he didn't have enough pressure on there. Choked that man. Because if you're, if you're strangling somebody, it's going to take nine minutes to do it. Look at the USC fighter and stuff like that. You put the right, you put enough compression on the neck, somebody will go out in seconds, not nine and a half minutes, okay? By that Monday, cities across America had gone up in flames and uh, none more ferociously than Minneapolis. And uh, they ever thought for Mitchell, show Baker a way out of the jam, according to this memorandum. Mitchell said there was a way to articulate the cause and manner of death that ensures you are telling the truth about what you are observing on the body and via all the investigation. Mitchell said next compression has to be in the diagnosis. He said they said up to send this man to fucking prison. Late on that same Monday, Baker's office sent out a press release that began cause of death. Uh, cardiopulmonary arrest, complicating law enforcement, subdual restraint, and neck compression. See how they fixed that word? See how they threw that in there? Saying basically died from a heart attack or some kind of heart, some problems, okay? But it, it had to do with the, the restraint and neck compression. With a stroke of the pen... In the complicity of the prosecutors, Baker turned four innocent cops into murderers and justified the self-destructive social revolution that followed. So basically, it sounds like, according to this story and this, this ex-prosecutor's testimony on, under oath, that they freaking basically ran these freaking cops up the flagpole. Ran them up the flagpole. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's going on to say I, I'll, I'll post the, the link to it in, in the uh, description uh, it's uh, like I said you can go read it yourself take what you want from it I always thought that they ran these guys you know up the flagpole. Except one the last guy got five years and never never touched George Floyd. He was just there, keeping the crowd back. Also, from what I have heard, I didn't couldn't find it and read it. Uh I think it was uh I forget which podcast it was. Uh, it was one of the bigger ones, uh Matt Walsh or somebody. Anyway, they uh some of the jurors are they able to talk after uh if they want to, after all this is said and done. And basically, uh, one or two of them admitted to, they didn't find that he he murdered him. They found him guilty because basically he failed, failed to render aid to him while he died. Whole case is fucked. Shit ought to be overturned on appeal. Uh <laughs> The man shouldn't be doing time. Like I said, 
George Floyd died of a drug overdose from drugs that he put in his body willingly. Derek Chauvin would have just left him sitting in the car after they put him in the car. Him hollering, he's claustrophobic and all that shit. I'd have rolled the windows down and I left him sitting in the car. And if he had a medical problem, call medical. That's where he made his mistake. Because he would have died sitting right there in the back seat. Or they could have just, they had enough cops there, I believe, if they had just sat him up. They could have just sat him up on the curb. He would have died sitting on the curb. They'd have probably still tried to find a way to put him in jail. But uh, I don't think it would have been as easy. So, that's always been in my opinion. Uh, like I said, a lot of people ain't going to like it. Uh, whoever... This Jack guy is like I said. You got you got one of the the ADAs that helped prosecute it. Uh, is basically I believe telling the truth now. So uh, you can hear how. Oh no, you this has to be in there. Kind of makes you uh, question the justice system quite a bit, don't it? Uh, Uh, Lofton wrote in his letter of withdrawal, he said, because I have to sleep at night, he and Amy might have to sleep better had they gone public with that, with what they knew, namely that Chauvin's colleagues were being tried for a crime they did not commit. Uh, like I said, they ran him up. Uh, maybe, um, hopefully he, he ain't going to do no 22 years or something that he didn't do. Uh, did he make the best judgments that day? No. Like I said, I, always said I, I never thought he killed him anyway. Uh, like I said, he did make some mistakes, but Stern Hell didn't make 22 years worth of them. So, y'all can take the story for what you want. Like I said, I'll, I'll link it in the description uh, below. In the, uh, and like I said, in the description. Uh, y'all go, uh, if y'all want any cigars, my uh, mypatriotcigar.com use my promo code MotorCop15 we ain't MotorCop merch go to eBay store or website uh, click on there if you want extra episodes pictures videos all some other stuff you can try it's free for 7 days you can check that out on the Patreon and uh until tomorrow Monday night midweek news all three of us gonna be here uh Stay safe. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. Smile. Because the ice man could be behind you. You know. Remember we are lions, king of the jungle, and they're sheep dogs. <laughs>